Welcome to the Stephen and Arjun's Football Podcast, where they discuss anything football, everything football. This podcast is brought to you by Starshot Bakery and Misuboy SG. Craving for party treats like cakes and cookies in Subang Jaya? Visit starshot.bakery on Instagram. Or would you like tiramisu in Singapore? Visit misuboy.sg on Instagram as well. Good day listeners and welcome to another episode of the Steam and Adjust Football Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Misuboy SG and Starshot Bakery. In the last episode, we talked about, we predicted the knockout stage of the upcoming UEFA Champions League with Udi. And today, we're going to talk about uh, a current situation at a club named Chelsea, who is uh, in not such a good situation uh, for the past two months, uh, ever since we see the explosive Lukaku's interview. And, and their form kind of dropped off a little bit. And today, we're going to talk about Chelsea Football Club with Albert. First of all, I'd like to welcome back my co-host, Arjun. Arjun, welcome back. Uh, good to be back, Stephen. Yes, very good to be back. And also, our guest for today's uh, Chelsea discussion is Albert. Albert, welcome. Hello, everyone. Good to be back. <laughs> All right. Um, Albert, thank you for joining us, even though you know that today we are going to grill you with some uh, difficult Chelsea questions. All right. I'm going to share my <laughs> Okay, so... Yeah, first off, I uh, just want to ask you about, you know, um, I, I, we still haven't get your, your, your views of that, that Lukaku explosive interview that he did with Sky Sports okay. Italia. All right. Yeah, what are your thoughts after the interview? Well, to be honest, right, I think to put it into context that it was for Sky Italy, but not for Sky Sport UK. So, I mean, like, in, in that sort of shoes, I think he has to plead to the, in, the Italian fans as well. So, probably that's why... You know, he made such strong comments and such passion for Inter Milan. But to be honest, right, after he left by Manchester United, he really had a good season, um, good career in Inter Milan. Definitely, it's understandable that's what he's trying to say, but I don't think it's professional enough to say like how he just signed for Chelsea and just hoped to get back to Inter Milan as soon as possible. That's something that I don't think everyone um, really welcome it, especially uh, given like how much we pay for him. Yeah. Okay, I get your point, uh, Albert, but I don't think it's yeah, like like what you say, like, you know, I don't think I don't think it's wise for a grown up to 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 to, to badmouth your current club just because you're being interviewed by uh Italy Italy media. You see. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, true. Yeah, so um, this also happens and it also coincides with the the drop in form uh, that Chelsea is having right now. You know, mm-hmm. um, we have. Chelsea is currently 12 points yeah. behind uh, behind City, having played a game more. Mm-hmm. And they have dropped to, to third place behind Liverpool. And also, they, they recently got their fifth draw in eight games against Brighton. Yeah. Uh, what are your comments on the Chelsea's form right now? What is going on and what is going wrong right now with the club? I think everything is going pretty bad right now for Chelsea, especially if you look at squad that we have right now, a lot of injured players and missing out with uh, Ben Chilwell, Rhys James, and then Shaloba as well, especially at the defence and then ups and downs. And we have to play and rotate these players every single time. I think it's very bad and especially considering like how Lukaku hasn't really performed for the past few games at Man City and especially at Brighton, you know, make only a couple of touches. And he was basically anonymous at Brighton, I think. It was like doing the calculation yesterday to see like how much he could fund, you know, LSE students. 
And I think like his wages per, per week could find like probably 12 masters students here. And he was just anonymous at that game. I was you know, like, no, no, no idea like where is he? He's not making any contributions, even at Man City, such an important game. And then I don't know what's got into his head, but it just really seems like he's really out of the form. And then he's going to be rely on others to play, to deliver the scores that we need. But currently, I don't think it's a really good situation that we really need to bring something someone back to help the defense. And, and and I think probably it's a good thing that we call back Kennedy for the replacement of Alonso probably or to support Chilwell's injury. But we'll see. So far, it's not good. Everything, I think everything is kind of wrong. Everyone, everyone's tired and we only need to get something out of them very soon. Hopefully, that would happen um, after the game we've talked to him on Sunday. Yeah, so... I just like to ask, you mentioned that, uh, I mean, it's true, Lukaku hasn't been playing too well of late, especially. Um, probably ever since his interview as well. But there haven't been some stats going around that Chelsea still do play better with Lukaku in the side compared to without. Uh, and it's also been well reported of uh, Chelsea's uh, struggles or where the other attackers like Harvard, Pulisic, Werner, uh, ZH, all of them have not gotten a lot of goals or assists or have not contributed much to the attack as well. So do you think it's fair to just, um, I guess, in a way, just blame Lukaku or you think it's a problem with the system or it's just like all the attackers are not performing? I think everyone has to share their responsibilities, not just to blame Lukaku. Um, but yeah, but I think everyone, why everyone is pointing at Lukaku is basically like just, tr- just going to track back to the interview that he said, you know, like how he missed Inter Milan and that, and, and everyone is saying that how he, um, um, oh my God, what was I going to say? Yeah, but basically, I just wanted to say is like everyone's going to share the responsibility, and a lot of fans have been talking about like Lukaku has to go out because of his professionalism, and we won the Champions League without him, so we don't really need him. But but yeah, but I think like everyone should share responsibility. It's not just Lukaku. Of course, Lukaku is a very um, important piece for our race to the title, but I don't think it's feasible right now, given like how the morale of, or the condition that he's in right now but to be honest I think this is a team thing and everyone has to play their part especially the manager have to probably have to change or come up with new formations to better unleash Lukaku's um, potential or probably others um, players potential as well given like how the past few weeks past few games we have seen um, things aren't really as good as it was at the beginning of the season uh, Albert, I have to ask you, um, like, do you think or do you think that Lukaku still fits Thomas Tuchel's formation, kind of his style of play? Because we, we I think we discussed uh, when Lukaku came to Chelsea, I think we discussed with Arjun, we feel that Lukaku is the kind of target man and he is the kind of Jose Mourinho's player, you see? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't fit, I, we, we don't think that he fits Tuchel's formation or style of play. It's more of a statement signing after they won a Champions League, you know, and then I still can splurge out and spend 97 million on this, um, on Romelu Lukaku. But then, yeah. uh, at the end of the day, we still feel that he doesn't fit to Chelsea or Thomas Tuchel's style of play. What, are, what do you think? To be honest, I think 
I think, yeah, I'm trying to see like how he couldn't really fit into the position that he's asked to play in as a target man. You know, everyone thought that he's going to be really good at targeting, as acting out as the target man because of physicality, how he could hold the ball and bully the defenders. But I think he said himself, he really doesn't like the position that he was given like as a target man. And he really likes to play with another forward beside him. So he's not the lone striker ahead. So probably, but I think like when we see like he play with Werner or a pair with Harvard, I think he played better. But like given like how to put, Tuchel has been playing with um, him as a lone, lone, on the lone striker. I don't think he's really playing well right now, especially that he's not really happy with the role that he's given. And just comparing like the last two seasons of Inter Milan and Chelsea, um, I just have this graph right now. Um, it says like, last two seasons per 90 minutes. Inter Milan, Lukaku scored three goals. Chelsea only 2.3 goals. Oh, sorry, sorry. Three shots. And Chelsea and Chelsea only made 2.3 shots. So per 90 minutes at Inter Milan, you could score 0.8 goals. At Chelsea, only 0.5 goals. I think definitely have something to do with the formation and how he's the only lone striker. But currently, given the situation, that I don't think he really justifies the price tag that he's given right now. Probably we're going to put some new striker trying to change the formation. Probably will make him happier. I'm not sure. But currently, I don't think it's working. Even though he's making some impacts and making uh, some substitute goals at Arsene Villa, which I remembered before the interview. Okay, uh, thanks, Albert. Um, moving on to about the, the, the recent incident, I, I, I feel this incident shouldn't be put into the spotlight by kind of being... Uh, portrayed as a very um, indication of how is it going on behind the scenes in the Chelsea dressing room is the is the lack of celebration of Hakim Ziyech after he opened a scoring against um, Brighton, and then mm-hmm. during halftime when he went off he had a uh, open inverted commas heated discussion with mm-hmm. Lukaku while they walked into the uh, tunnel. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Is, is this an indicative of what's going on behind the scenes or? Uh, you know, what what are your thoughts on yeah. this? I don't think it's only at halftime. I think I saw the whole. I, I watched the whole game. I think after full time whistle, they talk as well. I'm not sure what they're talking talking about. Probably that like, hey, you have a good game. I don't. I'm not sure about that. And probably that's why you know people nowadays like to watch it. Oh, nothing document. No, the the, the face and hand gesture doesn't look like you, you have know. a good game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what's going on at the dressing room? We don't know what's going on at Coltham tra- training ground. We have no idea what's going on, but definitely that's something. But I don't. I think it's a good sign. Sometimes you know we don't have to look at it as pessimistic as that. Probably they're discussing about like what what you could do better than than probably like making each other's thoughts open. That probably you know to build some chemistry at the same time. Um, probably that's something that's going on. I think that's some sort of professionalism that we're seeing, but I don't know what's going on. But, but yeah, only only the those in Chelsea dressing room will know the situation. But currently, I don't think it's something. Even though I want to be positive, I don't. I'm not too sure about like how positive can I get as well. If I'm making any sense, but currently there's something going on. I feel like. That means you are saying that this you feel that there's currently something going on behind the scenes at the club. I believe so. 
Yeah, because if you look at the contract situation that we have right now, even Aspili Quetta hasn't signed, Christensen mm-hmm. hasn't signed, Rudiger hasn't signed. That's something, even though Thiago Silva signed, but you know, given like how influential um, Aspili Quetta and how long um, Christensen has been playing at the at the club and then hasn't had been any sort of like contract updates, probably there's something going on, but hopefully it's not not something serious that would bring the whole team down. Yeah. Yeah, but I think with uh with the full strength squad, I think Chelsea has a very good spine, I feel. You know, mm-hmm. and they also tie down Thiago Silva with Rudiger, if they have Chuel back and James back, and then uh Chelsea bought, you know, uh Edward Mendy, you know, as a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. I feel he will be a big miss uh, as he leaves for the Africa Cup of Nations, you know. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, Kepa has been pretty well, pretty solid these few games. True, true. It has nothing to do with the Brighton goal. There was that was nothing that mm. he could do. But I think he played pretty played pretty well for the past few games. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm also looking forward um to Chelsea's um next few fixtures. You know, mm-hmm. Chelsea plays Tottenham uh this weekend. Yep. And then there's FA Cup, and then they have to leave for United Arab Emirates for the Club World Cup soon. Mm-hmm. And then you know it's it's basically a fixture power up for them, you know. And then the Champions League coming back next month. Yep. And then also the EFL Cup final against Liverpool mm-hmm. next month as well. To be honest, as a Liverpool fan, um, currently I don't mind facing Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I mind facing Liverpool though. <laughs> Sorry, come again. I mind facing Liverpool. <laughs> I'm actually happy that Chelsea had to knock out uh, Tottenham, you know, because given the improvement that Conte has made with Spurs, you know. But but I think like we, we play very well against Tottenham though. Um, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Played yeah. Very well, especially the first leg. I think we dominated. Uh, the first, but the, the second leg, there were a few uh, uh, uh goals chopped off by VAR, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, so seeing uh Chelsea in this state, uh, as in like I don't mind uh, playing playing Chelsea mm-hmm. la. I feel mm-hmm. I feel the game where we drew two two at at um Stamford Bridge where we where we had the two new lead. I feel that game is should have been won by Liverpool. Because mm-hmm. that uh some some defensive uh you know laps you know let Chelsea score two yeah. goals and also a, a wonderful goal by uh, Matteo Kovacic as well Yeah, yeah, Kovacic. Yeah, so I look ahead to this final. <laughs> me too, me too. Yeah, so so uh looking towards the future, you know, what do you think uh how do you think Chelsea will perform, you know, in the in the in the next few games, you know, with FCON, with COVID, with the injury situation in the club. Looking at the opponents that we're going to have, I think it's going to be like a short short break from all the things that we're going on right now. But Looking at looking at fixtures, probably um, it's a short break from the conundrums that we're having right now. Um, probably they would be able to turn this around. Um, at Arab, you know, with the club will come. Probably everyone going to have a good holiday. You know, recharge their battery. Probably they're going to get some team chemistry building on over there. I think it's going to be a very. I think we're looking to the positive. Uh, looking at positive, I think we could could easily get through the FA Cup. Crystal Palace, I think we could beat them as well. Um, with the US, with the Champions League, Lil, I think we could 
victim as well. Um, just looking at the fixtures, I think it's going to be a really good change of atmosphere. That prop if if we if we are really able to um dominate Tottenham at Stamford Bridge this Sunday, if we're going to if we can, you know, um, vamp through that. I think we're going to have a change in atmosphere in the dressing team, dressing room, and then things are going to get better. I think that's what I'm looking for. I don't think it's going to be like um, morale dropping, a morale damaging fixture that we have right now. But hopefully they'll get something out um, with the team chemistry at Arab. Uh, uh, Dubai, is it? Where was it? Uh, UAE. UAE, yes, yes, yes. Oh, so you are being being very optimistic, like I, I hear you from 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 your 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 sharing that you know Chelsea can do well even though they are currently. Yeah, I think I think Reece James is going to be ready soon, so there's going to be a mm-hmm. very important key player after he can replace Alonso, which I don't think a lot of a lot of fans are happy with what he has performed so so far. So if, if he's coming back, and then definitely we'll make some changes. We could play better. So yeah, looking at a more positive side. Is Chelsea still the title race, Albert? I don't believe so. <laughs> I don't okay. believe so. I'm confident that we can stay in the top four, but I'm but I don't think we're in the title race anymore. Okay. All right. Um, Arjun. Okay. Any yeah. Questions. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, I, I mean, it, it's quite it's quite surprising to be honest. Like I think all of us before the start of the season, we were tipping Chelsea for Premier League glory, or at least mm-hmm. to be second. Um, even ahead of Liverpool, I think a lot of us underestimated Liverpool. Um, but I think only Uday probably said Man City was going to win the title. If I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. So it's been really unpredictable so far. I think. Um, yeah. And what's weird is, besides the Lukaku saga, I, I think with Chelsea, it's been quite hard to pinpoint what's exactly the problem. Because it's not like mm-hmm. he's made a lot of changes. Uh, I, I guess Kante's injury is a big contributor. Uh, yeah. But other than that, it doesn't seem to, to have like one reason to pinpoint what went wrong. There. So uh, at mm-hmm. this moment in time, I guess what I want to ask you is, what would be your first choice forward line? For Chelsea. Sorry, what? Come again? Uh, what would be your first choice? Uh, start. I mean, uh, forward line, I guess, attacking players. Attacking line. Players. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think I think I will still pair Warner and Lukaku together. Okay. Yeah, and then Mount definitely there. And who else? I don't know who, who I should play on the wings, to be honest. Um, Pulisic is kind of like an extreme. Sometimes he plays very well. Sometimes he plays really bad. Sometimes he's missing here and there. Um, Hudson Adoy is pretty solid, I think, for the past few games. Um, very positive and aggressive in getting the balls and that. Um, ZH probably... I think I'll play ZH and Hudson and Pulisic. So, so you would play a four at the back? Mm, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. So that's five, four at the back. 
oh no in that sort of sense i think i'll put um my starting 11 would be something like warner lukaku and mount and then uh kante Jorginho, and then i'll put silva rudiger uh aspiliqueta something like that okay and then the wing backs uh keeper mendy yeah. interesting okay oh, but oh, i have a question for you regarding this yeah. uh, sorry uh oh, yeah yeah, go yeah. Um, yeah, we, 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 we always have people say that, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it or don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Chelsea would have done better this season without Lukaku? Meaning to say, without the transfer from Inter Milan, without the distraction of the interview, without this kind of unsettling wow. the, you know, dressing room. Would you think Chelsea <laughs> have done better? Because technically you have not lost any striker from last season, you see? Uh, Stephen Ashton. Okay, other than... Sorry, come again, Ajun? Huh? Stephen, you often this about Ronaldo as well, didn't you? I what? Uh? You often think about Ronaldo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> other than other than Tammy uh, Abraham, lah, okay? But he, he had a big part role last season anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so, do you think that Chelsea would have performed better without Romelu Lukaku coming in? Well, there's a lot of things that you have to take into consideration here. You know, like what sort of role he's playing at the dressing room, which is something we don't know, like how it's going to affect the players. But result-wise, I think probably no, because I think he scored some impactful goals, crucial goals in the beginning of the first, first few games. And then really solid the game at Aston Villa, especially the goal that he scored after coming out of the sub. Um, I think he definitely has his value here. Um, but if you want to say like, what happens with Chelsea without um, Lukaku? In the sense, I think we'll do worse actually because I'm looking like how he was able to bully the defenders and probably setting up goals. He has his value right now. But basically, that's what I'm what, what, what I'm trying to say. He's posing a threat to the defenders, and that's something that we could see, um, which is something that Werner wasn't able to do back last season. And I think that really opens up a lot of um, probably tactics or formation plays that Chelsea could play, especially with the fast players that we have, Hudson Odoi, the wingers, we can release them and try to attack the goal. I think it's a positive thing. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Chelsea would do better um, this season without him. That's what I think. But this is a hypothetical question. I don't think anyone would have an exact answer to this. That's just my unprofessional opinion here. Yeah, but your opinion matters because you are you are representing Chelsea. You are a Chelsea fan here. Oh no. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I have uh, I have another question as well. Uh, I mean, I think we discussed about the predictions. Uh, about for the Champions League fixtures. Mm-hmm. Uh, about Chelsea facing Lille and. Uh, at the time, of course, we, we said that Chelsea was going to win it comfortably. Uh, we just wanted to ask your opinion as well. Uh, given Chelsea's recent struggles, do you think uh, it would be as comfortable for Chelsea as we previously predicted? Or do you think it's going to be a struggle? Uh, also, given that um, this season's Champions League do not have a way goals rule. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think given the current situation that we're in, I don't think it's going to be as comfortable as last season. That's for sure. 
But getting through round of 16, I don't think it's going to be a problem. But who, who are we going to draw next? Um, I'm not sure who I'm going to draw next, though. Uh, if you win the round of 16, yeah, I'm not sure. You wouldn't know until you find out after yeah. you, yeah, after you be but possible opinions, no, 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 right? Possible opponents. Yeah, everybody, Anyone, everybody right? is a yeah. possible opponent. Right? Anyone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think, I don't, I'm not sure, it really depends. But I don't think, given the current situation that we're in, um, I don't think it's going to be as comfortable as last year. That's for sure. That's why I don't sign Lukaku. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on that note, I also wanted to ask, uh, I mean, again, another hypothetical question. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could turn back time and replace Lukaku with another signing, who would you have gone for? Oh. And I think I know your answer. <laughs> <laughs> What's the answer? Really, really, really? really? What's the answer? Erling Haaland. You are right. You are right. Yeah, I mean, he's young. Actually, I think he will fit the Chelsea team very well, especially like how he plays, how he's able to hold the ball and making so much goals. I think it's definitely some, someone that we really like if we don't have Lukaku. But I think there are a lot of links. Um, We're trying to get Holland as well. So hopefully there will be something coming out very soon. Hopefully he won't go to other teams. <laughs> but yeah, but that's that's my number one choice right now. Well, you're not gonna spend another ninety over million for him. I don't know. Who knows? I I, I think he'll be more expensive than that. Uh, but a lot of play, uh, I think a lot of fans are talking about uh re-signing Hazard as well. But I'm not sure like how would that be, given like um, his form in Real Madrid. But yeah, it'll be interesting if we're able to sign Hazard back. I think he rejected a offer from Newcastle. I'm not sure if that's official or not. Oh. But there'll be something interesting to look at as well of resigning Hazard. Okay. All right. Um, and, and advice from a Liverpool fan is don't sign players that you have sold to a Spanish club. <laughs> 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 yeah. Because I feel like, you know, they are, they are, they are, they are, uh, the ultimate goal of their life or their, their, their career is to, 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 you know, to play for Real Madrid or Barcelona, you see. Mm-hmm. So once they reach that club or that stage, some of them will peel off, you know. We see examples like Gareth Bale, Philippe Coutinho, Eden Hazard. Yeah, so, so you know. I think Modric is the only one flourishing at Real Madrid, right? Yeah, and still currently he's still playing so well, yeah. is he? Yeah. So so if 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 they are not performing there, then uh, you know uh, I don't think coming back is is a good idea, lah. You know? mm. Yeah. All right. Um, Arjun, anything else to ask our Chelsea fan, Albert? Um, no, I think that's about it. Okay. Uh, last but not least, Albert. Uh, what is your predictions for the EFL Cup final next month? Wow. Um, penalty. Let's go to penalty. Oh, you want to go to penalty? Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean the game with um Liverpool that that um what was it? January, right? Yeah, the two two draw, the two all yeah. draw. Why? Well, actually, I don't think it was uh, I was I mean I mean it was really bad uh the, the first forty minutes, but after that I think we played okay. So there's still something that we could look forward to. 
true. Yeah, I true, think we played the second half pretty well defensively, defensively speaking. Mm. So yeah, a penalty would be fun. Okay. All right. Um. Um. Albert, thank you for joining us today and sharing your thoughts about Chelsea Football Club. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Arjun, thanks to for joining us as well. Yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed today's discussion about Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea's problem. <laughs> Alright, listeners, if you have any comment about our podcast, please do leave us a DM. My Instagram handle is at Stephen underscore rock underscore on and Arjun's Instagram handle is at Ruben Arjun. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by Mr. Boy SG and Starshot Bakery. We'll see you again next time. In the meantime, stay safe and bye-bye.